1: Gorillas at a Chicago Zoo were fed popcorn yesterday in celebration of National Popcorn Day, which makes me really nervous about their plans for Father's Day. (laughs) What?
2: Why are you fe... What? First of all, National Popcorn Day, according to whom? The gorillas didn't know. The gorillas didn't know. (laughs) I'm a DJ and I didn't know. (laughs) Hey, hey, look. Look over there. The zookeeper's bringing something into our enclosure. What is it? It's probably popcorn, Jim. It's National Popcorn Day. Said no gorilla ever.
3: His, his buddy's name is Jim.
2: I don't, I guess, uh, Jim the gorilla.
3: <laughs> All the last Jim. names are gorilla <laughs> in my world. Um, uh, uh, Some people, I guess, are amused by that or it lifts their spirits. I think some people, it lifts their spirits. Just a brief <sighs> glimmer of. I just happiness when they hear it. I it's can't get there. National Drive-In Theater Day no, or No, but
2: giving the gorillas the popcorn. Oh, I see. Isn't this wonderful? We're giving the gorillas popcorn because it's National Popcorn Day. I think the gorillas, they don't eat popcorn. They don't know it's National Popcorn Day. What, what are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> it's a not- National Blueberry Day. Are you going to chuck blueberries in there? You're not making... Father's Day, as Seth Myers pointed out, or whoever that was. Uh,
3: yeah. Um, so Bernie... Hey, dads, get closer to the cage. <laughs> just a little closer. <laughs> Bernie Sanders outfit yesterday at the Bernard in,
2: Sanders at the
3: inauguration has gotten a lot of attention he as looked, well it should. he looked like a particularly
4: crumudgeony old the socialist as he sat there in his big giant jacket yeah good and his mittens. Uh One of the big things was uh, there was a very famous internet fundraising commercial that got played to death, if you spend any time watching streaming videos, where Bernie, wearing the very same jacket he was wearing yesterday, was saying, once again, I'm asking you to donate to et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So that started a whole lot, does Bernie only own one jacket thing, <laughs> which was, hey, it's a good jacket, why would I own a second jacket kind of
2: commentary. Oh, It was great. He looked like an old man from Vermont. Who'd gotten to the diner before his three friends eats breakfast with and was told, we can't seat you, Bernie, till your whole party's here. So he's sitting out there on the bench with his mittens, waiting grumpily for his friends to arrive. <laughs> My favorite description was, why won't you seat me? I just want a coffee.
4: <laughs> Bernie is dressed like the inauguration is on his to-do list, but it's not his whole day.
2: <laughs> now, that's something, a good one. Something he has
3: to do. I got to yeah. go to
2: the post office later and, <laughs> and sit at the inauguration. And-
3: couple of things i want to get to here uh coming up the unbelievable fawning of the media over joe biden and kamala harris which was just sickening to me um uh, the, the, the doing that for any politician it just makes me ill but uh, that in a second new york times today it says a great read i'll have to check this out i haven't read the actual article but here's the uh, here's the long and short of it what lies beyond death the great question of mankind the only beast we think that has the ability to even contemplate it, and we contemplate it a lot.
2: Maybe well, that's what the gorillas talk about as they're eating popcorn. What is all wondered. this
4: for? What? What? I mean, after this, what? What's next? This can't be it, right?
2: I throw my crap. I don't throw my crap. Does any of it matter? Right. Right. No, you go to a place where there are as many bananas as you can eat.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. Half-dressed angels picking the
3: nits out of your head. It's fantastic. It's great. (sighs)
2: Half-dressed?
3: Wait a minute. What lies beyond death? This is heaven. Back to my story. Uh, Robert Thomas Bigelow, the Las Vegas real estate and aerospace mogul, is offering a million dollars for the best evidence of the survival of consciousness ever after permanent bodily death. So anybody who's had one Mm. of those death experiences and believes that they, uh, you know, had something happen there—if you got pretty decent evidence—you could get a a million dollars out of that guy. Hmm. I think that's absolutely awesome. More of those stories, put it, make it into a documentary, a book, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The most troubling thing I remember hearing was that last year that story came out that they think your consciousness continues on
2: maybe for like an
3: hour after you die.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I find least, the entire question profoundly disturbing.
3: Sir, but, 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 but even if you get away from I the heaven-God stuff, yes. judgment, any of that...
2: Yes, so I know which way that's going. Even if you're a
3: purely scientific, when you're dead, you're worm food person... Right. If the brain continues on for an hour after you're dead, that's got to be,
2: I think, horrific. Well, given the brain's desperate need to remain alive which, if anybody's ever been underwater too long or that sort of thing, uh, can recognize, yeah, that would probably be a pretty bad feeling. Is it an hour? Oh, God, I'm dying. Oh, God, I'm dying. I can't die. I don't want to die for an hour? Well, is it an hour of pure panic? Or, like, after 40 minutes, are you kind of bored with the proposition, or do you come to terms with it? Yeah, do
3: you fairly quickly realize, okay, I'm dead. I'm actually dead. It's over, and okay.
2: My assumption would be it would be more just
4: like a dream. Like, your mind would be Firing off its last synapses, which then trigger things in your mind. But yeah, but I'm it, dead. I mean, does
2: this have where my virgins be at? By the way, I would like to say to the audience number one, no, we're not stoned. Number two, I had no idea Jack was going to bring this up. So I, uh, I it's a fine discussion, but a super rich de- dude is
3: offered okay. a million dollars for the best evidence yes. of consciousness after death. Yes.
2: It's fascinating. I'd ask, so do I get to haunt somebody or what? How does that work? Because I got a list. Haunt the hell out of
3: them. What would you do?
2: Shake chains?
3: I would... uh, Slam doors in the middle of the night? Mm -hmm.
2: Actually, that's the beautiful thing about uh, the ghosts in uh, Christmas Carol is that they have been shown the truth and wander the earth desperate to communicate it uh, to other people.
4: Oh, I could
3: see but that. they can't.
2: I can see that. Yeah.
4: No, right. no, 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 no. You just got to haunt your enemies. <laughs> <laughs> right. And scare, a of scare them the hell out now. of them in the a...
2: middle of the night. Beac- Obviously.
4: Beacon of truth. Ooh. I'm here to scare children. That's what I'm doing. I'm with here my... for
2: pettiness that I was unable to extract in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Some of the, the tropes of haunting with the who and the, and the rest of it and the whatever. You, your favorite horror movie. Why not more just like uh, Ed? Turns around. Just all day long, turn and then just snap them in the ear, <laughs> real hard.
3: You would make them insane, <laughs>
2: right? Why am I saying "ooh"? Unless it's the I'm I'm in yeah. pain, I'm in anguish because I I didn't live a good life.
3: Mm. Well, I have, so I don't have to worry about it. Don't. You two, you've got a different situation. Oh, well, for sure. Well, um, okay. Yeah.
4: So I got a lot to answer for.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Back to the media fawning over the new administration, and I hope this doesn't last too long seems like the left, more than anybody, loves the whole speaking truth to power vibe. But, man, when it's your side in power, you don't like speaking any, like, even
2: asking even slightly hard questions. It's like being outraged by how terrible the refs are half the time. <laughs> Sports fans, please, it's exactly the same.
3: I don't know who all the blue check marks are on Twitter, and I've stopped looking into it. I don't care. No. Just, whatever.
2: If your ideas are strong and persuasive, I respect you. If not, then I don't.
3: But some blue check mark who sounds like she's on my side, oh, this was retweeted by Timothy Sandifer, which I think is kind of interesting because he is a, uh, a fairly classy individual mm-hmm. with a certain point of view on things. And fairly I thought it was kinda classy. classy. Yes. Uh, certainly on his Twitter feed. Yes. But he retweeted this woman who said, at least Jeffrey Tubin had the dignity to give his indecent public display watching actual adult content. What was she referring to? MSNBC's John Heilman. Oh famously I used the, to think highly of. Yeah, famously of the Game Change book. Sig Heilman. Mm. I think a lot of those people who were re- honest to God for real, decent journalists who tried to play it down the middle, they got sick. Sucked into making a lot of money and living in Manhattan and everybody at the restaurant loves you and everywhere you go, you're adored. Yeah. And I can see the Joe Scarborough is a perfect example of it. Oh, my God. He'd spent his whole life dedicated to conservative values. And now he's like, you will let anybody say anything as, as long as he's still going to be. He gets to go to the coolest bars in New York with his band and play yeah. because he's the darling of the liberal elite. It's giving the people what they want. I can certainly see how that would be a seducing power. Yeah, I mean, easily. So I'm getting rich. Everybody loves me. Everywhere I go, I'm adored. Yeah, this is kind of cool. Anyway, John Heilman, who used to be a real journalist, said
2: um, yesterday watching... You know what? I'd love to have him hear this. Former journalist, John Heilman.
3: Watching the inauguration. What was so striking to me about today uh, is the sight of the Clintons and the Bushes and the Obamas, the Avengers, the Marvel superheroes, back up there together, all in one place. And I believe Biden's speech neared Lincoln's second inaugural.
2: I can't form words. <laughs> I know. I cannot form words. First of all, the oh. adoration of
3: the Clintons, Bushes, and Obamas, please, is just absolutely amazing. But um, reasonably
2: capable politicians, all worthy of worship, please.
3: Well, and also, do you all remember what you were saying about George Bush as he left office with his 28% approval rating? He was Hitler. Don't you remember? He was Hitler establishing a theocracy, ruining the country, worst president of all time. Do you remember that?
2: Oh, right. Dick Cheney, the evil puppet master. Now I remember. (laughs) The Avengers. What are you talking about?
3: But anyway, Biden's speech neared Lincoln's second
2: inaugural. That's a heck of a thing to say. That is a... That's an astonishing thing to say. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I just don't even know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know who to trust. (laughs) Uh, Not China, for sure. They uh, blasted sanctions at Trump officials on their way out, and they actually quoted Abraham Lincoln. The 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 Chai (laughs) Coms quoted the late great Abe Lincoln in taking a shot at Trump. This is just, it's too much. We got evil empires should not read our media and quote it back to us and our heroes. It's just, it's not right. Mm. It's not good. So all that on the way.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: Armstrong and Getty show.
3: We will get to a young Russian woman, looks like a high school girl a college girl, teaching other Russian people how to sound like they're American so then maybe they don't get arrested protesting Putin. Ah. Oh. It's both entertaining and chilling.
2: Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Be a fake American for a day. That's fine if you're protesting against the pooter. I like the theory that. At least it's still
3: scary to arrest an American in Russia. I'm I'm glad that's still true.
2: Speaking of past, present, and future communists, China yesterday... Yesterday? Today. Of course, yesterday is today in China. Tomorrow is behind us (laughs) because the international timeline is confusing. My brother was stationed in Japan in the Navy for several years and it was always tomorrow minus eight hours. And always I always had to think hard about it.
3: If you got one leg in the past and one leg in the future, you're whizzing on today.
2: I am? I feel like I need to go home after that. Anyway, China (laughs) yesterday fired a parting shot at the Trump administration by announcing unprecedented sanctions against a bunch of outgoing cabinet officials and advisors, including Mike Pompeo. uh, Referring to Biden's inauguration as a new day for America... Hua Chenying, foreign ministry spokeswoman, who ought to keep her pie holes shut, wow. called on the Democratic administration to turn a leaf from the particularly difficult past four years. And I quote the commie, The Trump government, particularly Pompeo, buried too many mines that need to be removed, burned too many bridges that need to be rebuilt. In lengthy remarks, uh, etc., Uh, Biden's national security spokeswoman, Emily Horn, said imposing these sanctions on Inauguration Day is seemingly an attempt to play partisan divides. Americans of both parties should criticize this unproductive and cynical move. President Biden looks forward to working with leaders in both parties to position America to outcompete China. That is a comforting note.
3: Yeah, I was happy to see. we. I didn't finish the quote because I hadn't seen it uh, from the incoming Secretary of State. Well, he's Secretary of State now. He's not incoming. Well, he hasn't been confirmed. So I was right the first time.
2: Um, Anthony Blinken, winking and nod. Yes. Again,
4: if he goes by initial, A. Blinken. A. Blinken. (laughs) A. A. Blinken. He agreed with
3: Pompeo that China is committing genocide. Yes. Which is a heck of a statement uh, 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 about the second most powerful country on the planet. And he went on to say, We believe that there was a bipartisan belief that China would. Uh, you know, fall into the good side of the world if we allowed them economic freedom. That has not happened, and we all recognize that. So, as as happy as happy to hear him say that, the page has been turned by Republicans and Democrats. That bet was a terrible one,
2: maybe historically bad, um, and uh, but we no longer believe it. What's so interesting about diplomacy to me, and uh, and a great example would be Trump actually moving the. Uh, embassy in israel to jerusalem jerusalem uh is, is that everybody said they were going to do it nobody did it he did it everybody acted like he'd nuked paris and then nothing happened i mean some of the palestinians were a little miffed but they'll get over it um it diplomats build these mountains of either tradition or you don't go there. You don't say, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall, for instance. And then it happens, and it's like, yeah, okay, everything's more or less the same, and it needed to be said. Perfect example. Pompeo saying the Chinese are committing a genocide. The world is amazed at that. Then the incoming guy, other party, been fighting tooth and nail, hating Trump. He goes, oh, yeah, that's true. So why did it take so long to say it? That's just the way international diplomacy uh, goes. But uh, getting back to the uh, commie chick, who I have a feeling is hot, because communist spokes chicks are always really hot. Of course, uh, you know American spokes chicks are always pretty, sure. pretty attractive. Um, uh, what was the part that I really liked? Uh, well, it mentions that uh, things are a little strained, Then it, it says uh, we're appealing to America's better angels, which is a quote from Abe Lincoln. Shut up. Don't be quoting Lincoln, you commie bastards. Um, Abe
3: Lincoln or Abe Lincoln? <laughs>
2: yeah, the incoming secretary <laughs> no, guy? No, no, the man from Illinois, Abraham Lincoln, 16th president of the U.S., Abe Lincoln. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, Beijing's announcement could impose real costs on former officials who return to the business world, and they present travel hurdles if any return to government service. Uh, these sanctions on the officials, but Bull P- Piano, <laughs> Piano, an online column associated with the official Jinju News Agency, said the sanctions were meant to send a signal to future U.S. politicians don't think about playing the China card while in power if you want to eat Chinese food after you step down the columnist wrote if you mess around there will be payback so they've got like online half-wit trolls who say don't mess with China if you want to eat Chinese food after what what that's not an argument it's not a good metaphor so I'm particularly clever no. but if I
4: get enough retweets CNN will talk about it Last Chinese restaurant I ate and there's a Mexican guy
2: in the kitchen. So I don't What kind of threat is that?
3: This Russian activist teaching other Russians how to sound like an American is entertaining and and interesting geopolitically. So we'll play that for you when you come back.
2: It'll probably renew your gratitude that you live in a free society. I'm
3: always entertained by foreigners doing American accents also for some reason. I don't know why. It's
2: the small pleasures in life. I'm a simpleton that way.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, That's
1: all on the way.
3: Worth mentioning again, if you didn't hear it, and it's quite possible you didn't, because it's not getting very much attention, there were violent riots in Portland and Seattle last night, smashing up windows that sort of smashed up the original Starbucks in uh, in Seattle, um, chanting uh, F. Joe Biden and a variety of things. And somebody texted this, and, you know, should have figured this out on my own. There was not a single armed right-winger riot yesterday. Not a single state capitol no none anywhere nothing in nope. america nope you're not hearing any stories about how none of that happened that you're also worried about none There's also they're also worsened armed or r- 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 uh, violent riots but they're not getting any attention right <laughs> and they yes. were left-wingers no. you know that if you had exactly the same amount of damage exactly the same amount of damage window smashed nobody killed same sort of thing mm-hmm. but it had been right-wingers Saying, if Biden, that would have been a huge news story. The
2: the country she would should. have shut down. It is a day of reckoning for America. Biden would probably have already
3: made a statement about it. Yeah, absolutely. That is pretty interesting. Um, So they got a dictator there in Russia, Vladimir Putin. Oh, uh, no, they
2: have a constitution. He gets elected a lot.
3: For quite some time. And, you should see uh, him play hockey. <laughs> you got this guy who's uh, really the only one who's gained enough momentum as an opposition to him, this Navalny dude, who's got so many, so much attention and so many millions of people following him, that it'd be difficult for Putin to kill him and not have to worry about a real uprising on his hands.
2: Mm, interesting, because he tried like crazy just a couple of months ago.
3: Yeah, but to just snatch him in Moscow, in in Russia, and kill him—like when you're bottom level, before you get enough momentum, you just you just die on the street. Mm-hmm. But this guy got big enough fast enough. Because I remember him talking about it on 60 Minutes, I have enough millions of followers. I think that they don't feel like they can just flat out murder me like they do other people. Anyway, he is, uh, he went back to Russia bravely after having been nearly poisoned to death by Putin. He went back to Russia, got arrested last week. He's in jail right now. And so there's a big demonstration that they're, uh, people are putting on in uh, Moscow to try to gain attention for this.
4: Yeah. This weekend, I believe it's, uh, when it's scheduled for.
3: And you'd have to worry about, as a protester, getting arrested in your own country and just disappearing or having your life ruined. So here's a, what looks to be like a high school girl, Russian, who speaks Russian, trying to teach others on the Internet how to sound American, so you can say, no, no, I'm American, then hopefully they won't arrest you.
4: American. I'm American. I'm American. I'm American. I'm American. Если вас просят паспорт, скажите, я забыл свой паспорт в отеле. I left my passport at the hotel. И обязательно смотрите, где у нас артикль the, the hotel. The hotel. I left my passport at the hotel. Если вас пытаются запихнуть в автозак. You are violating my human rights. Вы нарушаете мои человеческие права. Последний пункт, когда уже все плохо. I'm gonna call my lawyer. Вы телефон и говорите Я сейчас позвоню своему юристу. I'm gonna call my lawyer. Gonna. I'm gonna call my lawyer. Gonna Это I'm going to. Копируем произношение максимально и ждем, что нас отпустят, Ребята,
2: всем удачи, 23 Wow, she's a great English teacher. That's awesome.
3: Her inflection that last time was perfect. I'm an American. You got to have that in <laughs> indignance. <Right. Yeah>.
2: How <laughs> dare you? I left my passport at the hotel. She almost got it right. Friend of mine who knew a couple languages said, "Get the vowels right. Just practice the vowels." Oh, really? And that's how you you sound like an authentic. Speaker.
3: I'm gonna call my lawyer. Gonna I'm gonna call my lawyer. Gonna is going to.
4: Gonna. <laughs> <laughs> she's phenomenal. she's one of my favorite people that I've discovered today. I think she's yeah. awesome. Uh, hopefully she doesn't get detained this weekend. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful.
3: I can still remember my stop on the uh, uh, subway in Moscow, getting back to my hotel when I went there on vacation, because they said everything so fast, and in print, to me, it looked like Smolenskaya, and that's the way I was pronouncing yeah. it when I would ask anybody. Um which I'm sure was just ridiculous to them. But on the on the subway you could just barely Smunskya. 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 Yeah. It just slurred it all together. It was so yeah. fast. And was just, she sped up or a, little a bit? mouse? Yeah. Or I, one? Yeah. I okay. think slightly sped up, yeah. And yeah. I suppose that's what American sounds like to them, just maybe super fast. I don't know.
2: Sure. Every foreign language sounds just incredibly fast. Yeah, um, Feel free to be a fake American If it helps you gain your freedom It reminds me of You can use me as a contact if that helps Sure, sure uh, The folks flying American flags In defiance of the Chinese authorities In Hong Kong I found that incredibly gratifying And I heard the point made yesterday And it was very hurtful About the storming of the Capitol um, And, you know, obviously the death, the destruction The stupidity of it is the worst part. But somebody, who was I listening to? Oh, I think it was Sam Harris in his excellent podcast. He was making the point that the Chinese authorities, who keep in mind, are committing genocide. They have concentration camps. They are the most evil regime on the planet in terms of damage done to the most human beings. They are pointing at it saying, see, democracy doesn't work. Self-government doesn't work. It's a disaster. A free press. You want a free press? This is what you get with a free press. And there are people, some of whom might not know better, but some of them might hold aspirations for freedom, had to think, yeah, boy, you're right, that doesn't work. And that's that really... I felt that one in my heart. Yeah, I know. That That
3: bothers me, too. Or the ability to criticize elected leaders. So I'm looking, these aren't elected leaders, but in Thailand they have a king. And somebody just got a 43 year sentence in prison for uh, saying something negative about the king because that's the law there. Wow! And so criticizing the government, and you can say in other countries now, look at that—you know—they allow people to say whatever they want, and this is what it leads to. You
2: yeah, have chaos the and death here in China. The, their big thing is harmony. We're trying to build a harmonious society, and a lot of the commies actually believe their own rhetoric. That the way for the most people to be the happiest and most prosperous is if we plan everything and everybody stays in line. Oh,
3: Tom Friedman of the New York Times was so huge on that for years. He'd be on Charlie Rose every week or writing a column in the New York Times about. Look how efficient China is in their ability to get things done. Oh,
2: yeah, it was insufferable. And
3: they were efficient uh, in getting things done. But there's a lot of bad that comes with the incredible efficiency of one person being able to say, we need a bridge over there, have it done by
2: next Thursday. Yeah, and often that bridge collapses the next week. But Tom Friedman, fully aroused at the Chinese efficiency, didn't quite notice that. that was, I was, was so disappointed because he was such a great writer about the Middle East for so long.
3: A court in Thailand sentenced a former civil servant to a record prison term of 43 years in prison for breaching the country's strict law on insulting or defaming the monarchy. This is a real country. It's often held up as, uh, as you know, uh, uh, functioning. Certainly an up-and-comer yeah. in a lot of ways, yeah. 29 counts of violating the, the country's... Law for posting audio clips to Facebook and YouTube with comments deemed critical of the monarchy. That's all you had to do. Wow! You can end up in prison for liking one of those. Holy you watch one of those cow. videos and click like, you know, and people gun-
2: lose their jobs for that sort of thing in America these days. When the uh, yeah, the woke mob comes for you.
3: That's a decent point.
2: The ideological terrorists. We don't want to live like that here. Nope. Um, they're struggling getting the vaccine out
3: all over the place in a bunch of different places for different reasons. Here it is in Washington D.C. I saw this tweet. Oh my god, it's even more stupid. Um, to protect people's privacy in Washington D.C., if you have a a condition that makes you more vulnerable to the COVID vaccine, you can get a virus. You can get the vaccine. To protect those people's privacy, they will only be asked a yes-no question on whether or not you have a BMI of over 25 or other chronic conditions on the list. Those who say yes and live in the district um, or at least 16 will get the vaccine, no further proof needed. So you can just show up and, or you can just check the box for I have a BMI over 25. Oh, yeah. And get, I'm, oh, and get the vaccine. It's
2: like 33 or something. It's
3: an honor system yes-no
2: question. Huh. That's funny. I, was just p- I would
3: actually I think I would actually abuse that.
2: LA County's vaccine distribution effort hit a rocky patch according to LA Times as uh, the LA Times reporter watched about 100 people at one South LA site admitted for immunizations without showing proof they worked in the healthcare industry. Old people with pre-existing conditions were showing up begging for vaccines and they were being given vaccines, but they reported on it and now they're cracking down. The next day they sent the old people pack and said you gotta have proof. Hmm. I don't know. Are are there healthcare workers being denied vaccines because of those oldsters? Or no? It's an old guy with a lung condition being told nope, can't vaccinate you, get he left, disappointed and hoping not to die. California doing one of the worst jobs of any state in the Union.
3: Everybody over sixty-five, get in line. That's the way you uh, got to get her,
2: get her done. Only way. I mean, send send the the, the vaccines to the actual hospitals and healthcare centers. Say everybody works here, get the shot. But the the public centers, why isn't that just for old folks? I just mm. this. You know what? I, I sit corrected. Joe Biden month ago or whatever it was said, I'm not seeing a plan for how the shots are going to get in arms. And I responded critically of that, saying, well, that's because it's the states and the counties are in charge, and they have any every interest in saving their people, and there shouldn't be a federal plan, and I still believe that. Um, but I will concede that the states and counties have done a much, much worse job than I guess they would. Terrible. I'm a American. I'm a American. I left my passport at the hotel. The Comrade. hotel. Oh, the... I didn't say that. <laughs> the hotel. The hotel. I'm gonna call my lawyer.
3: <laughs> That's uh, good stuff. Text line 415-295-KFTC.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The Armstrong and Getty show.
2: The city's been been down, and it found a way to get up, all right? It's found a way to uh, overcome adversity, all right? And so this team's going to be built on, uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you, and when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right? And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. And we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're going to be the last one standing. All right, That's going to be the mentality. <laughs> that's the new courts of the Detroit Lions, and I think that's about 6,000 yards worth of penalties.
4: <laughs> Buying <laughs> off a kneecap? You're not going to have players left to field a squad.
2: You're, going to, they're all You're going to be penalized into the next town. You're going to start your next drive in the suburbs. Quit biting my kneecap off. (laughs) Hey, hey, that's my kneecap.
3: For teams that are in the playoffs, four teams left in the NFL, the biggest star in the league for the defending Super Bowl champions, Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs, is he going to play or not?
2: What's the latest?
4: Uh, He's progressing through the protocols he's been practicing in a limited capacity but has
2: not yet been cleared to play. Yeah, it's Thursday. And if you're not clearly okay on Thursday... Getting smashed in the noggin on Sunday sounds like a terrible idea.
3: God, how much pressure do they have to try to get him in there? Of course, you don't know what his personal wants are. He might be, you know, there have been a few young, rich players who have said, nah, I ain't messing with my brain.
2: I'm not committing suicide at age 52 or or having dementia in my early middle age. Forget it, I'm out.
3: Yeah, There are some people that would uh, risk that for anything, and then, then some players are like, nah, nah, nah. I'm not playing unless I know I'm okay.
2: Right. I'll have my own doctor look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was theoretically really... the concussion people are totally independent from the teams.
3: Theoretically, theoretically, there's a lot of money at stake. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. This is a funny line from Britt Hume of Fox News. He is an old school journalist. It's got to kill him <laughs> to to see what journalism has become. But he had a lot of retweets yesterday mocking the fawning coverage of the Joe Biden inauguration. Mm, good stuff. And uh, his prediction for today's headline was this Headlines across the country Media swoon as Biden takes office. Fact checking units are disbanded. Universities offer new major in the wonders of the Biden program. <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs> Hilarious. Hey, we ought to play uh, clip 37 again. Why wouldn't we? I got a lot of good stuff left over, but uh, if I understand the contract correctly, we have to do another show tomorrow. Uh, let's hear it, 37. Uh, Joe Biden respects government. He respects people who disagree with him. He listens to
0: them. I think that uh, Joe Biden is going to train us to see the world differently. He
4: plans to usher in a new era of hope and the action he's promising the minute he takes office.
3: We've gone from indecency to decency. He
1: filled that
0: empathy void. There was not one part of that that wasn't just medicine in the wound.
4: Those lights that are, that are, just shooting out from the Lincoln Memorial uh, along the reflecting pool, it, I look it's like almost uh, extensions
0: of Joe Biden's arms embracing America. It was a moment where the new president came to town.
3: And as John Heilman on MSNBC said, it nearly rivaled Lincoln's second inaugural, which <laughs> is considered the best. Um, that's just silliness. I mean, it really is. It devalues your opinions going forth.
2: Right. He, he is now. I, I realized he's an ideologue. Now I think he's a jackass, which surprises me because he's a smart guy. But as far as unless all the, he's become deluded by his ideology,
3: as far as all the top of the fold, giant headlines in newspapers for anybody who still looks at those, um, you know, ushering in a an era of hope and unity and all that sort of stuff. N- it's easier said than done. In fact, it's easy to say and impossible to do. Based on recent history, that's what George Bush was going to do. I'm a uniter, not a divider. He was going to bring us together. Uh, we ended up more divided than we were when he started. Barack Obama was going to be the great uniter. We ended up more divided than we were when we started, mm-hmm. and also after Trump. Um, you know, there's something going on in our culture, in our politics, the way we do things, the way we, the way our press covers things. Uh, we're the most divided we've been since the 1850s. David French wrote yesterday. I think that's probably right. Um, culturally, we have to get past this somehow, and I'm not exactly sure what it is.
2: It brings us to the um question: Is it a continuum or a pendulum?
3: Like we've reached the that end of the pendulum?
2: Is the conundrum?
3: Oh, oh ho, 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 ho. I don't get any of it because
2: I'm a dumb dumb. <laughs> Admit me, chorus to this history, who? prologue-like, your humble patience pray, gently to hear, kindly to judge the final thoughts of Armstrong and Getty. Speak English! That's Corinthians 6-2. Here's Joe Getty. What? Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. He presses the buttons in the control room. He keeps us on the air. He's invaluable. Michael Angelo, final thought.
1: Gonna make two predictions. One, over time, cable news ratings are just gonna tank. I think you're right. And two... After a
4: certain amount of time, Fox News will offer Trump his own show on the lineup. Ooh, Ooh wait a minute. Positive Sean, our producer. Final thought? I give you this tweet from a uh, journalist, Wesley Lowry, formerly of the Washington Post, now does stuff with uh, GQ in 60 Minutes. Certainly nice to see a press briefing with information without personal attacks. Okay, now that that's out of our system, let's hold these people accountable. There are journalists out there.
3: Uh, yeah, I hope so.
4: Jack, a final thought for the folks?
3: yeah. My final thought is a factoid. Uh, who's got the most fast food? What's the fast food capital of America? It's Hawaii. The most fast food restaurants per 100,000 people. Hawaii. Hmm. Followed by New York.
2: Interesting, because dumb, dumb tourists want to eat something they eat at home all the time. I guess. And not have this, this, you know the local stuff, I guess. Uh, my final thought is something I retweeted earlier today from Christopher F. Rufo. Stop critical race theory. President Biden doubled down on critical race theory in federal government. In response, he tweets, I am announcing a new coalition of legal foundations and private attorneys that will wage relentless legal warfare against race theory in America's institutions. As he points out, critical race theory is a grave threat to the American way of life. It divides Americans by race and traffics in the pernicious concepts of race essentialism, racial stereotyping, and race-based segregation. All under the false pursuit of social justice. Join the fight. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour workday. So many people with thanks so a little time go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. We'll have a link uh, to that, uh, to all the articles we talked about. Uh, you can follow us on the Twitter machine, Armstrong and Getty, obviously. Email us. There's something we ought to be talking about. Uh, mailbag at ArmstrongandGetty.com. Somebody actually emailed the link to that tweet. I thank them. So.
3: Fantastic. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America.
0: You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> if you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh,
4: good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll
0: be better
5: tomorrow
1: than we were today. Then we heard words,
2: it's over for me. Adios. Mofo. Okay, so we're we're, you're, we're dismissed. Is that correct? Do you
1: want to rephrase uh, what you're
5: doing?
2: I'm
4: gonna call my lawyer. Gonna, I'm gonna call my lawyer. Gonna, I'm going to.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
1: Chumba. Chumbacasino.com No purchase necessary. Full for prohibited by law. 18 plus. and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens. Especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. Designed for women's unique retirement needs. With flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash parityflex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.